0: Wow! <laughs> right, go Jeff yourself. <laughs> yeah, what was that? I Let's that, that shit one more time. <laughs> oh, yeah. Welcome to another episode of Go Jeff Yourself. This week we are talking about Bjork from 1988 to 2001. My name is Jeff, and I just backed up 218 episodes of Talk Me Into on Earth's slowest internet.
1: Oof, I'm Jess, and back in the day, I had a babysitter that would occasionally watch us that was from Iceland.
0: Oh, was it was it Bjork? Because that's the only <laughs> Icelandic person I know.
1: I think her name was Osk, and oh, she was a very interesting woman. She was like in her early 20s. She was an old pair that my aunt had, and my mom would mooch off of my aunt and like occasionally send us <laughs> over there to be babysat with my cousins. She wore glow in the dark makeup. This was very 90s. Oh, very cool. Yeah, she had long fingernails. She would pinch. She was a pincher. She was one <laughs> of those babysitters. <laughs> she was you the will only eat one. Pinch your
0: noodles or I will pinch you.
1: <laughs> Pretty much. She would sleep all day because she would go to raves at night. So if you woke cool. her up, she'd get a little pinchy. <laughs> a little pinch.
0: <laughs> so I was just, I just asked my wife this question last week and I didn't know. And I don't think she knows what's the difference between an au pair and just like a nanny.
1: So from my memory, cause technically it was my aunt. We just mooched my, my mom right. was like, Ooh, you got a free babysitter. Let me drop my kids off real quick. So they would come to go to school here and like, they would also watch your kids. So they would have like free room and board, essentially babysit your kids and yes, go to school. Yeah.
0: Okay. So that's what I thought and and Lindsay said like an o pair has to be from another country and I was like, "Do they? Or is it like we just think that because it's French sounding?"
1: I think it I think they might have to be from another country. Cuz oh, my aunt okay. had multiple ones from all over the place. The ones that I remember the most is the one from Iceland, osk, and one from Brazil who only lasted 2 weeks. We were Uh-oh. awful. We were absolutely awful. She was right before the one from Iceland. We, we lost her at the Beardsley Zoo. We just left her. She barely spoke English. And we were just a bunch of little kids. And I swear to God, I'm like under the age of seven. I think I was maybe... I don't even remember how old I was. But we just left her. We just walked away from her. And then they had to find us or we had to find her. It was... It was a nightmare. It was absolutely so nightmare. You
0: had you had a very different babysitter situation than I did. You had like this cool hip rave chick as a babysitter. She was terrible. My babysitter <laughs> <laughs> My babysitter's name was Carol. She was an older woman. She kind of looks like that um that monster from Monsters Inc. with like the big glasses and the lipstick, you know what I mean? Yeah.
1: Um,
0: I I don't know the name. A very, very nice lady. Uh, but her name her husband's name was Don. And he was Native American, and I, I don't know what tribe he was part of. I don't think he ever said more than, like, three words at a time. But he would dress up in, like, full Native American regalia. And, like, he came to, like, our nursery school and did something. So we would just, like, go over her house, and he would just come home, dress up in, like, the headdress with feathers and all this stuff. It's like this 75-year-old man. Oh, my and God. I was like, this this is cool.
1: I had many, I had. I think every year I had a new babysitter or like someone to occasionally watch us. That was just random. And Osk will live on as the Icelandic woman who ate fish on a stick. Pinch, and <laughs> yeah, Fish worked. on a
0: stick is good though. Yeah. So the only, when we were, when I was going through these notes, I didn't know where Bjork was from. I thought, it, obviously somewhere Scandic. Um, but yeah, I was trying to think when I found out she was from Iceland, I was like, the only things I know about Iceland are like, Fermented shark in Bjork. Like I don't know much about. Uh, well, I also the went. There.
1: I also went to Iceland for a vacation
0: <laughs> to search for Osk.
1: I, I was on, I could have. I could have. My aunt said that she did have her contact info, but honestly, I was like, I'm too scared. She might pinch me. <laughs> yeah.
0: Because now, 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 she's like in her mid 40s, and she's learned a lot of weirder ways to pinch people.
1: Yeah. No. Um. We. I did not go to see Osk, but honestly, it's one of the most beautiful countries. And also like the most alien you land there. There are no trees. It's just green moss and rock and rocks. Lava, black volcanic rock. That's it. It is the most flat place you can imagine. You could just see for miles and there's not a lot of big cities. There's only Reykjavik. So like when you're driving, like we can drive from like one side of the country to the other in like a day. That it's a very small country. So when you're driving, it's just flatlands, mountains in the distance, and volcano rock. Like, absolutely gorgeous. Black sand beaches. We went to see a glacier lagoon that looked like diamonds on the beach. Like, gorgeous and super friendly. The friendliest people you could ever imagine. Mm. Yeah, all they want to talk about is their geography. And guess <laughs> it's all What else is there to do? <laughs> there's, there's not much There's even an app so they don't fuck their cousins Like <laughs> That's how small the country is
0: I'm, I'm sure people misuse that Purposely too
1: Maybe Create the super Icelandic human I don't know <laughs>
0: <laughs> wow. Yeah. So right now I am, we're on a video chat and you are nothing but a, a mess of pixels to me. Cause I have the worst internet to ever exist.
1: Oh, ours um, is pretty bad too. So this is gonna, this is kind of funny. Yeah.
0: It, it's mostly because the house I bought, the only Jack that works is the furthest place from uh, the room that I'm in right now. <laughs> like I, I try to plug it in other, put my router in other places and it, didn't work. I eventually traced every single cable back to the basement, and everything is cut off, like just snipped. Oh so there's God. one place, and I'm like, I gotta get a wireless extender. I gotta do that. And Dan offered me <clears throat> from talk me into if you know him from that.
1: Uh, I think he I know offered
0: him. me his extender, but uh, I I haven't got it yet. And I only work from home one day a week. But right now <laughs> and yesterday, I recorded with Dante. In order to do video while recording, I have to hotspot from my phone and put my phone in the bathroom because it's halfway between. So this <laughs> is, uh, so base today's August 28th. And it's the day that, um, our talk me into servers went, or that we, we canceled talk me into Jimmy transferred oh. everything over, but I was like uh, it just in case something happens, I don't want to lose all these episodes. So I had to download every single episode and you know, a 50 megabyte file should take like 10 seconds to download <laughs> now. Oh no, no, <laughs> they don't.
1: Oh, and God. then they all
0: like when the internet cuts out, if there's a little blip, the file stops, you have to restart it. it was, it took like four days of, you know, just running back and forth, making sure everything was downloaded. But uh, yeah, all of talk me into is preserved. It's on my computer. I'm going to put it on an external hard drive. It is still online, but you know, I don't, I don't want to lose uh, all that history. And it just, Oh, it's painstaking.
1: It sounds so. like a nightmare. I, I try to be organized and I'll try to save things. And then I just get frustrated and I was just like, you know what, fuck it, I don't need this. Yeah. You know who's gonna need this yeah. when I'm dead? Nobody. Delete. No, but like, (laughs) even
0: with the bands I've been in, there's like a couple songs that are just lost to history. I know that some of them were on a CD-ROM. I don't know where that is. Other band members never save stuff. Or like, uh, talk me into, we lost one episode only. So there's one episode we'll never hear. But all my other podcasts, I have like everything I've ever done, ever recorded. I recently like organized everything into folders, backed it up, did all this shit, just to have it for whatever reason. I'm Um, so jealous.
1: I'm never that organized. I, I really wish I could, but I can't sit there and just be like, I'm going to file after two minutes. Well, I'm like on the floor, like with the papers flying all around I, me. I
0: also have a bunch of stuff like on my PS3 from 12 years ago. And I'm like, I can't throw that out till I bring it over. And can, uh, it's just, it's just a big old, big old poopy mess. Um, but yeah, the, the internet's not, and I feel like even like a year and a half ago, I got the phone that I have now. It's a, a, Samsung Galaxy S20 5G Ultra Plus. It's a mouthful. And I was like, yeah, sure. I'll pay like the five extra dollars or 10 extra dollars for 5G. I rarely get 5G anywhere in Connecticut, which is pretty densely populated. It's not like it's in the middle of nowhere. Um, and when I do get 5G, it's poopums. Like it, everything <laughs> takes so long to load. And other people have told me, like, no, it's good. But I just, like my house, I barely get 4G. And I'm in, you know, a populated city. It's just it feels like recently in the last couple of years that Internet speeds are just tanking. Um, and, and I know that some of these companies, they like put they slow down your Internet if you use too much because I have unlimited data. But like it's it's ridiculous.
1: It sounds awful. I yeah. I don't know. much Steve is always doing my husband, Steve, my husband, Steve, <laughs> my husband. <laughs> husband, he's always doing like the Internet tests. And I'm like. I don't even know. Am I even connected right now?
0: Oh yeah. I do them all. I do that all the time. Whenever things are going slow, I'm like, look how slow. Well, I found out the last place I lived, I was getting like four megabytes down. And I was like, this is absurd. I'm paying for a hundred minimum, something like that. So I called and they're finally after like months, they were like, yeah, the maximum you can get in your area is 12. And I was like, (laughs) first of all, this is in Ethiopia, 1997, sir. You know, we need, I need 12 (laughs) megabytes down maximum. That should be illegal. Like we are a civilized society here. Not to say Ethiopia is not civilized. I I do not mean that. Well, Um, now, now Ethiopia
1: is not, Ethiopia is never going to listen to us now. They, they've cut us off. They've canceled us. You, you
0: you laugh, but I, (laughs) I look at what countries downloaded the podcast about and they're like, there's some countries I would not expect that have some downloads. Oh, that's Um, exciting. Yeah. You could be famous uh,
1: somewhere that has low speed internet and then you just piss them off.
0: (laughs) And then if you find a country that has like how close to the amount of listens as how many episodes you have, you're like, there is one person in this country that loves me, (laughs) (laughs) which is very weird to think about. But
1: uh, maybe we'll get some Icelandic fans because we're talking about their Bjork, their beloved Bjork. Oh,
0: yeah. Yeah, I have to put the little, the little O with the dots on top, the umlaut, just to make sure that it comes up in uh, search engine results. <laughs> you know how better. hard it
1: was for me to figure out how to do that, like, in text form? I was like, why won't, I'm holding the O, where the hell is it?
0: Yeah, because sometimes this shows up, and sometimes I had to just, I literally typed in um, Bjork Capital, letters and then just found the first result that had her name with the O in all capital letters with the dot so I could copy and paste it for the graphic for this episode yeah because I can't Um,
1: find it on the keyboard forget about it I can't do it so on the keyboard no phone I could do
0: yeah I just copy and paste from the internet I mean since since we're talking about it now let's just transition into into Bjork. Bjork so spoiler alerts yeah so um Jess had provided me a playlist, um, two playlists. Uh, one is two videos, one of Bjork being Bjork and a music <laughs> video. And then a Spotify playlist that she'd recommend listening with good bass speakers, all caps, lots of bass. So much bass. Um, yeah, about which that bass. I was like, I like that because I always put too much more bass than I should um, on like my record player in my car. I know Dan's coming in my car. He was like, "There's too much bass," and I was like, "If you touch my radio, <laughs> we will we will have words together, sir."
1: I'm always messing around in my work van. It's like one of the brand new, um, like I think it's a Dodge Caravan, but it has some of the best sounding speakers I could get my hands on. You know what's crazy? On. I
0: drive a 2012 Nissan Altima, and the stock speakers in that are like some of the best I've heard Seriously? in a car with like. Obviously, if people put in their own systems, that's going to sound better. But mine is, like, so buttery smooth. So I I did listen to this mostly in my car or on my headphones um, because of the bass recommendation. Yeah,
1: which is very good. Definitely the headphones. Like, it sounds very different from, like, a little speaker in the corner versus your headphones versus, like, a surround sound. Like, stereo. Like, every song, I played on all three of those things or four of those things, whatever, how many I mentioned, It just sounds amazing and different. And like your ears are jumping like all over the place. So that's good that you listen to it on different forms of speakers.
0: Yes, I tried. So, so far on Go Jeff Yourself, we just kind of have like general conversations about the topic we're talking about. But I did mention in our very first episode that sometimes we'll have like talk me into style episodes where somebody's trying to talk the other person into something. And that episode is... Uh, that's what this episode is. Jess is trying to talk me into Bjork. Um, we're, we're doing it a little bit different than the last podcast. I know if people are listening to this, you've probably heard talk me into. Um, so we "Talk me into, we did like record a first segment, take a two week break, come back with the second one. Um, the point of this show is to not have to do so much work and prep. So (laughs) I already listened to this. Um, but before we get into the actual playlist, um, I'll just, I'll say a little bit about what I know about Bjork and then I'll throw to Jess, um, to say how she got into Bjork, but I'm aware of Bjork. I know the name. I know she's eccentric. And I, you know, especially after listening to this playlist, like if you told me name three Bjork songs, I couldn't, I, I, I absolutely cannot do it. And then I was thinking, I was like, for somebody that's so like well-known, like if you say Bjork to anybody, they probably know who she is. And going back, I think That's just because like she wore that swan to a, to an (laughs) award show and it became like a meme, Uh, like it wasn't pre-internet, but you know, it was in the nineties, like South Park made fun of it um, at the time. Um, And then the second thing I know about her is that Bane, a hardcore band in 2006 for their 10 year anniversary, they released a seven inch with a new song and then a cover of enjoy um, which that was the first time I ever heard that song done by Bane. And then when I went back and listened to Bjork's version, I was like, this is very different. And <laughs> oh, I'm yeah. shocked that Bane was like, let's cover this. And then I'm even more shocked that they pulled it off because it's really good.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I didn't even know was, that
1: it existed. I didn't know that yeah, Bane did a cover it was, of Enjoy.
0: It was only on a 7-inch you could buy at their show. The 7-inches weren't ready yet, so they gave you, like, this mini-disc with a code. You put the code online, they mail you the 7-inch. They accidentally mailed me two. I gave one to Dan. Um, But then it was re-released in 2009 on their... They did, like, a series of EPs that they eventually compiled, and I think the final was, like, Boston and then a time. Uh, Whatever. This isn't a Bane episode. Uh, (laughs) We'll probably get to that one day. One day. One day. And then the third thing, I'm, and I've heard one other song. I forgot what it was called. Um, but the third like big thing that I know is that Red Skull Records in Wallingford, Connecticut, for Record Store Day, like 10 years ago. I don't know if you ever heard this story, but I've told the story a lot because it is wild. I don't think I have. Um, whenever me and Dan, uh, I think Jimmy was with us this time. Uh, whenever we go there, you know, there were some years for Thanksgiving, like we showed up like two in the morning and there's this guy ahead of us. There's this one guy that's always there first, <laughs> no matter what. Every single time I go, if I'm in the back of the line, he's at the front of the line just waiting. Um, so this is the first time I ever saw this guy. And you're there for hours. It's dark. It's cold. You're making conversation. So we were just chit-chatting about music. And he was telling me the story about this stalker uh, that followed Bjork.
1: Yes. And
0: you might know this, but... <laughs> But I did not at the time. So he's, like, telling me this crazy story. I'm like, wow, this is weird. Showing me videos. This guy, like, would mail her, like, VHS tapes. um, Just, like, this crazy stuff. And he was really weird, really creepy. And then he shows me this one video. (laughs) No. No, he shows me this one video. It's, like, this, this really fat guy, and he's bald, and he's not wearing a shirt. And I forgot what the video even was. But all of a sudden, he takes out a gun, puts it in his mouth, and pulls the trigger. No swear to god and i was like sir i've met you 45 minutes ago <laughs> and you're showing me snuff films oh my what god what is this it was so bizarre it was insane just like out of nowhere um very very weird i mean like i i don't know but yeah that's one of the things i know about björk is that she had a wow. stalker who killed himself on camera for her wow wow um,
1: so I feel like this head, guy should be my friend because like... I'm like at the same time, I feel like I would do something like that because I've done similar things, not actually somebody committing suicide, but I'm like, hey, you want to watch this movie? It's called the Serbian film.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, me too. And, you know, like in the early days, of, not early days, but like in, in high school years, we're like, oh, let's let's go to Rotten.com or the Pain Olympics. You know, you would just like watch this gross stuff online because you had it. But like, uh, why are you showing me this, sir? Uh, <laughs> so
1: qu- quick side tangent, my friend back in the day wanted to go on a date with this British guy, but she was like too worried to go alone, so the date happened at my house. They decided <laughs> to come over to my house, my family home, and they asked me to put on a movie, and I decided, I was like, well, I have been really wanted to watch this movie Irreversible, and I put that on, it was on for about 10 minutes, and the movie is very... Graphic Right to start. Somebody gets their face smashed in with a fire extinguisher. It's shot like backwards. It was on for 10 minutes. And my friend told me to t- please turn it off. And this British guy was very quiet. And it was very awkward for the rest of the evening. <laughs> I've never
0: even heard of that. One of uh, the funniest pranks I ever pulled, I think, was our friend Adam. <laughs> he was dating this girl. Her and I didn't get along. You know, I was like 21. I think she was like 18 or 19. I don't know. So, you know, we were young and stupid. Um, And he asked me, he's like, hey, I downloaded this movie. I put it on our server. We had a shared server in the apartment that we lived in. Can you burn it to a disc? Because I don't have a a DVD (laughs) burner. I was like, yeah, dude, no problem. Not at all. Not a problem at all. So I downloaded it. And then I was like, I got to do something. So I downloaded, I won't say exactly what it was, but it was vile. It was a vile (laughs) compilation thing. And I spent it. Hours of my life editing these (laughs) clips like these little like I don't know five second clips into like a one minute long chunk and just like in the middle of the movie I inserted it just this absolutely disgusting stuff Um, and then I love it you know he so she comes over for the date he's like hey you know I'm just gonna have her over you guys mind staying in your room I was like yeah sure no problem I was probably just gonna be in my room anyway Um, all of a sudden I just hear her scream (laughs) And and then I I just walk out and I'm just smiling. I had this smirk on my face, just looking at Adam. And he's like, he just laughed. He was trying not to, but it was so funny. So his girlfriend's like screaming and disgusted. And he's just like staring at me laughing. Such a, such a great moment.
1: You have to appreciate it. Like, The prank is just too good. You have to appreciate it. I
0: subjected myself to hours of what she screamed after seeing (laughs) for five seconds. Uh, And, you know, 15 years later, it's still funny to me. Great. Um, Yeah, so Bjork. Bjork. (laughs) Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. So the first song on this playlist is from a band called The Sugar Cubes, which she fronted or was in from 1988 from an album called Life's Too Good. The name of the song is Birthday.
1: Birthday. uh, Today
0: I, it's your I birthday. Wrote, <laughs> I wrote down. It sounds like Gen Z Pee Wee's Playhouse. <laughs> it's like it's like slowed down and distorted and dissonant. Um,
1: it's like The Smiths meets You Too, or I could see that. Yeah, it's that new wave. So Bjork used to be in a lot of punk bands before she was in this one, and the from the punk era. So you go punk. New Wave, and then U2. It just all turns into U2 after that. <laughs> so this is definitely more of a U2. And it was their first big hit. So Iceland finally has a hit, you guys. It's this song called Birthday. Was it a,
0: was it a hit outside of Iceland? Or it was. It was, it was their first oh, okay. international
1: hit. And it's just I a sweet song about a girl who has an innocent infatuation with an older man. And she's playing with bugs and killing them. You got to love it it's just a beautiful <laughs> it's, song it's
0: such, such a it's, it's about a weirdo and like so far like so this is 1988 mm-hmm. I know it's early in her career uh, I don't know how old she was when this came out she was in her but, early
1: 20s age 21
0: okay yeah but at this point to me her voice is both very soothing but also aggravating like <laughs> I, I couldn't quite place how I felt about her. I feel like it's such voice.
1: a sweet sounding voice in this era because she's, it's a backing band. That's no, um, no computer, no blue bleeps. None of that. It's just all no, it's, yeah, organic it's, it's instruments, all instruments, the yep. drums, the guitar, new wave band. And her voice gets so high and so big and it's so quiet at the same time. Yeah.
0: Yeah. She does do that.
1: She does that a lot. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Uh, so the next song is from an album it's her album so uh solo album Glinglo Gling 1990 <laughs> and I don't know how it's pronounced I'm just going to say Lukhtar Gundar.
1: Yeah so Gundar. Lu- I ch- I looked up the pronunciation too and I wrote it down Gundavar. Okay something like that And if well the album title is Glinglo and it's roughly translated to our equivalent is like a ding dong Ding dong.
0: <laughs> ding dong, <laughs> ding dong, yo.
1: Yeah. That's want, a cool album.
0: I would name an album Ding Dong.
1: Ding dong. I wanted to include this because I love all of Bjork, but there's a special place in my heart for big band and it, yeah, lounge it's, it's, singer it's, act Bjork.
0: It's very jazzy. It's a, very jazzy. Which I was not jazzy. expecting. I didn't. Yeah. I just thought it would be, this would kind of be like uh Bizarro Enya
1: is what I thought I was going into. <laughs> uh, I couldn't have said it better myself. <laughs> that's really I just what thought is. of that now. That's, that's pretty accurate, right?
0: How do I know what's going on? Just just kind of like a, um, a world music from the 1990s. Yes. Uh, just like generic world music, you mm-hmm. know, not like anything specific. Um, but yeah, this was shocking. This was interesting. And even the album cover, it's its its in Icelandic, but it's like a, you know, like a jazzy vibe. Yeah. Uh, there's like a quartet on the cover.
1: Mm-hmm. She's, a lot of her live acts are these huge orchestras and... Even in her later career in the nineties, like she still likes to do live music in the organic way. And mm-hmm. with this song, I w- I listened to this album and I was like, Holy crap, like her voice just sounds so gorgeous with the piano and the upright bass going in the background. I'm like, I can see myself, I'm in the nineteen twenties, I'm yeah, hanging right? out in the lounge. Hell, well, I'm smoking definitely- a cigarette. You-
0: You put one song on here later that we will get to that I agree 100% with. Um,
1: This whole album, though, is fantastic. If you like this song, you dig this vibe, you could listen to this whole album all the way through. There are a few songs in English, so that's nice. But I wanted to include one in Icelandic because it is such a beautifully strange language. And the way she pronounces like the words. it's like...
0: Because like um, I don't know a lot about the Icelandic language. I I listen to a lot of like um, you know language podcasts. Uh, not like every single week, but mm-hmm. sometimes I really get into into that. Like, uh, why can't I think of any words now? The actual <laughs> like Linglo! what's known like <laughs> linguistics. I guess is the, uh, linguistics mm-hmm. and just etymology. That stuff interests me. And like you know, English is a Germanic language at its base. It's a hodgepodge of yeah. everything. But like, if you hear German, if you hear anything like Scandinavian, you could kind of tell mm-hmm. what's going on without knowing it. Um, you know, not a hundred percent, but you could. There's things you hear yeah. and you're like, oh, I kind of get. Icelandic isn't really like that. It's it's like a, a mix of all, like all these different languages. So
1: when I was in Iceland, they des- they described their language as old 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 very old scandinavian like Norwegian. yeah it's like it, it's yeah a, it's
0: almost like how, older than that yeah like how, how ling- linguists say that um the the english that king arthur spoke is closer to a boston accent than a modern day english accent mm-hmm. because it the language morphed slower than it did in england which you know already had an established civilization and was changing quicker than these small colonies in America. So it it kind of feels like that. Like how Icelandic sounds now is probably how, you know, Germanic or Scandic Mm -hmm. languages sounded hundreds of years ago. And I feel Um, like
1: with a lot of her music, the words almost don't matter. The way she's singing them, you can totally get across what the point that she's making in the song. She's right, so right. dramatic with that voice and she can paint a picture with it by just screaming nonsense at you.
0: So then we get into her second solo album called Debut mm-hmm. uh, from 1993, Big Time Sensuality. So this Oof. is very different than the, the last song we heard. Yes. It's not, not orchestral or live instruments. No. This, dude, this sounds like <laughs> if I had a Casio keyboard and I was... Covering a right said Fred song from yes. memory, but I hadn't heard I'm too sexy since five years ago. Yes. Um <laughs> This is very... The very
1: beginning of the dance music, house music. Yeah, it's so it's electronic so like, corny
0: pop. but upbeat and happy. You but can't help but you... dance. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sitting at work and I'm I'm like ordering groceries and I'm just like, yeah, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. uh oh yeah uh, gotta gotta make some money selling food yeah uh uh um but but then like the when she starts singing the cadence in her vocal delivery it like does not match this at all (laughs) it's it's like upbeat music until the bridge happens and then it gets kind of weird but um yeah and it's this song like you know like you said like A lot of her songs don't make sense.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Uh, I could see that, yes. But also a lot of her songs are just about love and sensuality. Like this song, Big Time Sensuality.
1: Sensuality. And
0: and this song is all about... passion. (laughs) Yeah, that's what this song's about. It's just about a physical relationship. Um,
1: It doesn't even have to be like a sexual relationship. It's just she loves her friends so much. And she just wants to sing about it. She just loves her freaking friends. She can't wait to go out with them. And she's just feeling alive and just so happy. It's intoxicating. I hate her for that. Why is she making me feel so goddamn happy to these weird, like old ass techno beats?
0: There's with her so far, there's nothing in the middle. She's either really happy or she wants to die. (laughs) (laughs) There's there's nothing like, yeah, today's an okay day. Um,
1: No, human behavior is the
0: next song. Uh, This one's uh, much more jazzy. There's like finger snaps and stuff. And I like what she does in here with her voice Mm because it's almost like yodeling um, where she hits these really high ranges and high, but then gets low. Yeah, Mm -hmm. for sure. She has this crazy range, but goes back and forth between notes, Um, you know, like famously Jewel does that, Um, you know, she's not like Slim Whitman over here, you know, busting out like some hardcore yodel. Uh, and she She's not could. like Roy Orbison where she could like, you know, go really low and high. But like you, you there's a journey in that range. She's just like,
1: oh. Oh, <laughs> just oh, really oh. quickly. Have you, you ever, know, ever been so close words. to a human? <laughs> <laughs> and you, those kettle have drums have in a, the background. I feel like I'm on a safari, which is exactly what she's saying. You from the music right away. You're like, I'm on a safari. I'm looking at these weirdo humans doing some weirdo shit. What is wrong with these people? And that is the that's the song. Is her and there's, watching yeah, people doing weird ass shit? She's I love like an alien watching. It's or people like watching. yeah, yeah. Like she's like either an alien from another planet or she's a small child just confused.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but this has enough of a, like a steady beat where you could dance to it, like, like you said, The way dance she says, in my car ever ever ever. Yeah, she's like in line <laughs> with that. So yeah, it's a bop. It's it's a good song.
1: It's addicting. Honestly, anytime I put on an all of her albums, I could listen to all the way through because it's so goddamn addicting and I can't help. Like I'm seriously doing like interpretive dance in my car with like my head and I'm moving my hands around. It's I look like a freak. I look like an absolute freak, <laughs> but you can't help it. You just can't between her vocals being... So strange, at least to my ears, like we're used to like yeah, pop no, music are. that sounds like Britney Spears and all the same. <laughs> yeah. And this is like <laughs> Bjork can fucking sing. Like it's weird. but no, she, she hits she... those notes. Oh, she could yep. sing. She could sing like nobody's business, but she doesn't. She's not afraid to get ugly with it, which no, and, and is one of it my seems favorite like things. She about does her. it
0: easily too. like nothing ever seems forced, even when she's going crazy. Mm hmm. Um, so army of me off her <laughs> next album post 1995. Oh fuck. It sounds like I'm about to steal a car with Angelina Jolie or do like a parkour. Um, Dude, it
1: is metal. in like metal in AF. Paris metal. <laughs> like you think you're about to, like, I'm about to have this pit open up. I'm going to get in there. And then it's just Bjork York in like this monotone, like almost oh, yeah. growl. Like she's and getting she is, into it. She's You'll done with, with army shit too me. Yeah,
0: she yeah she ain't having shit. Like, this song slaps you in the face, like, harder than anything else. Like, maybe, like, an internet cafe in 1996 can slap you in the face yes. like this. But no, nothing else. This song is pure 90s, and this just is, girl boss Yeah, shit. and this is
1: 1995. So this is, like, the era of, like, trip hop, which was really popular in the UK. And it's just... It sounds like this song could come out today by like some weird industrial band. Like, I I can't describe how amazing it it's is definitely that this was so ahead early of in its the time, 90s.
0: I would say. Yeah.
1: Like, she doesn't belong here, but yet she did because this stuff was on the radio and this yeah. got a lot of play.
0: At I mean, least all alternate radio or maybe like, you know, MTV during like certain hours. I can't see this being like on a pop show. I don't think any of her videos ever made it to TRL is what I'm saying.
1: I believe, well, I could be we, wrong. I believe one or two might have, especially like, um, human be. well, the human behavior was before TRL, but that one got a lot of play. So did, um, another song we're going to talk about, but the army of me music video, did you know that there was a music video for this? I did not. Did you watch the music video? I, Which
0: is, I, Oh, that's, that's the one that you sent.
1: Yes. So, yeah, yeah, okay. So that, that
0: was very 90s, but also seemed... No, that video was more like 2000. So even then, it was like five years ahead of its time, I think.
1: Yeah, so the director of that music video was... Uh, I think it's pronounced Mikhail Gadri. He did Eternal Sh- Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Oh, okay. And a lot of people have not seen the whole music video because it was actually banned in the US.
0: <laughs> oh, that's So
1: at the end of the music weird. video, Bjork blows up a museum. She, yeah, This music video is a well, fever well, dream about, of crazy. and This is the time, 1995,
0: right? So yeah. this video came out around Oklahoma City.
1: Exactly. A couple
0: years after the World Trade Center.
1: No, a couple so years. I, well, yeah,
0: I could see I, it. I,
1: well, uh, which, well, it depends on which World Trade Center. The, the
0: first bombing the first was, was 93.
1: Bombing. Yeah. So this was around the time of the Oklahoma City bombing. So that's why they never aired the full music video on MTV. They had um, alternative and like clips and whatnot they would show the video but it was played everywhere else around the world it is a fever dream like i there's a monkey or gorilla sticking his mouth in his like his hand in her mouth pulling out diamonds she's grinding her teeth and her teeth are metal she's driving a big tanker truck one of the things that i absolutely miss about the 90s is the amazing music videos i used to sit on like as a little kid i'm like five years old Sitting on my couch, just watching endless music videos and like pop up video and stuff like that. I feel like that's where oh, I've yeah. gotten most of my music knowledge is from.
0: Well, that I mean, era. Even, Be- even Beavis and Butthead, like the videos were the highlight of that show for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, Beavis and Butthead's back and they still do music videos, but they do other stuff too. But the music videos, like, first time I ever saw Henry Rollins was a Henry Rollins band video <laughs> yep. on Beavis and Butthead, you know? And then um, it was just, yeah especially weird shit like that. Like, you know, I, Tool sucks. I don't like Tool, but like their music videos were cool to watch. Well, when this I was music video 12, reminds me of a Tool
1: music video. At first, I was it like, does, oh, it's got yeah. to be like the same director. No, that was just how music videos were back then. They were all like high art <laughs> were these music videos. <laughs> uh,
0: and then possibly maybe the next song. This almost sounds like dial up. I can't tell. It's, it's some kind of sound they're using as a sample. So the sound
1: um, sample is phones ringing.
0: Okay, so, yeah, I couldn't tell if it was you just, like, landlines? different phones. Yeah, I, I sure do. Uh, that was my father's career for 50 years. So, um, it's a very
1: fancy landline phone that's very... They definitely do something in the production where they make it sound more tingy, and... Yeah, yeah. It's the most beautiful ambient R&B song well, I've ever heard. So, it's, it's so integrated to,
0: like, this dreamy music, mm-hmm. But it's also like lo-fi, which is mm-hmm. very popular now. It has like the static um, in the background just to fill out the texture. It almost and it has sounds... that, that really like muffled bass too. Mm-hmm. It, it, just, it almost it's, sounds like it's a, like it's a
1: record playing too. Like you'll hear the little skips in it, but it's yeah. yep. like a computer ble- bleeping in yeah. the background. And it's, it's 1995. <laughs> Amazing! <laughs> like, I don't even remember really when is. I first got a computer.
0: Because <laughs> even if the technology exists, existed back then, which it did, like to think about doing that and then figuring it out and pulling it off is impressive.
1: And yeah, it's also her the, and
0: the producers whoever made that
1: great uh, job. His name is No, No Nelly Hooper, something like that. He was really big in uh, the trip hop scene. He was in Massive Attack. Which was a very popular band at the time. That I, oh yeah, I've heard them. Yeah, I've heard them, but I couldn't, I can't describe this music. Like I wish we could play sound clips, but turn on I, your computer. I can. And Do just... you want me to <laughs>
0: send me, send me whatever you want, and I'll put it in at thirty-seven forty-three. I'll write it down.
1: Okay. Like I wish I could describe it better, but it's just background noise that is just put together so perfectly to make it sound like a sad R and B song. Like a like it really is fascinating she's singing this is like one of the first sad songs she's ever wrote and most of the <laughs> album is not well, sad songs there's,
0: there's a lot of them this album is all over the place yeah. musically um
1: she produced this but- herself and this was kind of her i'm she moved into um a flat in london and she's gonna go on her own she's gonna do this all by herself and she wanted it to sound as chaotic as that because it's a chaotic well, time in her life. Uh,
0: yeah. Talk about chaotic. The next song is probably my favorite on this entire playlist. Uh, it's, it's oh so quiet. It's very different than the last two songs yep. from this album. We're back at it's big orchestral. band, baby. <laughs> I mean, like, who broke this girl's heart? Because, like, this
1: is... This is actually this a cover is, song. Is, is it? Yeah. It was originally written by uh, Buddy Hutton. And she's a German compo- uh, German singer. Uh, she sung in English. though. So I heard... Her it. It's very similar. She does the high pitched screams and everything. Not as crazy yeah, this sounding is, as Bjork. This
0: is crazy. This is, it's it's playful. It's, it's chaotic. It's all over the place. But like the way that it's performed, it perfectly reflects pretty much any relationship that has highs and lows. Exactly.
1: You're it's, literally it's so scr- fun like,
0: and just oh you're my just god. so
1: happy, and you're like, oh my god, I just met this guy, and he's so great, and I'm gonna whisper because I don't want him to hear how excited I am. But oh my god, I'm so fucking excited. This is literally a song. Yeah, it's, it's literally it just goes
0: back and forth. And even the music, it's just an earworm. This is probably the only song on this playlist since I've been listening to it the last few days that I, like, hum throughout the day.
1: <laughs> it It's also probably the biggest hit she's ever had in the U.S.
0: I didn't even know that. I've never heard this before in my life. you never heard of oh the Oh, my name. God. I remember
1: no. watching this music video as a oh, wee I little Jess. And, I mean, rem- it's kind of... I didn't include it because one, there's a lot of music to get through. Music videos yeah. are a dying thing; nobody cares anymore. But I remember watching this music video, and watching her is like watching a child, like playing. She is so playful, and like my little kid ears were like, "Oh, she's one of us." I'm <laughs> like, she's she's a kid like me, and she's just dancing around, having a ball in a dingy car. It's place. directed
0: by Spike Jones.
1: Yeah. It,
0: okay of jackass and um other music videos
1: and at the very end of the music video she f- kind of like floats up into the sky like the end of greece i don't know if you ever saw greece Loki, yeah, love have. love greece and like you know how the car just floats away well she just floats away like, <laughs> like it, oh
0: yeah this is like she's dancing burned, in the street with a bunch of people
1: yeah it's burned into my brain but it's also filmed in like slow motion so she's kind of moving slow motion but the song uh, yeah, is still the right same now. oh yeah. you're watching right now yeah it's it's so freaking cute. And if you're listening to it on headphones, she gets so quiet, like, whispering in the middle of the song. Oh, yeah. So you're like, fuck, what the hell is she saying? And you turn it up. And then all up. of a sudden she's just screaming it's in your It's just ears. screaming in your ears. You're like, oh, my God. You throw the headphones off, but you're just like, yes, Bjork. Yes, I feel this. It's uh, so beautiful. About-
0: Physically feeling music, the next song and fourth one from Post. When you were like, "Where uh, turn the bass all the way up?" So far, I'm like, "Yeah, it sounds good." Oh yeah. And then hyper ballad starts, and I was like, "Oh yeah!" You're
1: getting a full body massage from this song.
0: Oh, dude, the bass is so
1: low; you almost can't even hear it. You just feel it. I used to work with this
0: guy, and he was he was a raver, um, (laughs) and he loved music and stuff. He drove to Washington, D.C. on a whim one day because this one store had one unit left of this thing. And I forgot what it's called, but you wear it like a backpack. It goes on your back. There's a little front piece. It plugs into whatever device you're listening to music and it rumbles with the bass. So your whole body feels the bass. And he spent hundreds and hundreds of dollars on it. And I, I want one so <laughs> bad. I used it for like oh, yeah. one song and it was absolutely insane like you feel like you're in the song play this song i would kill (laughs) to listen to this song wearing that bass backpack i would oh my god it would be absolutely incredible so i'm in my Um, work
1: van by myself which is amazing because you almost i work with a lot of people and we usually travel together so i am blasting this song at like a red light and i just know that the cars around me are watching this like big white Dodge van just fucking shake. <laughs> and I'm just, I turn that bass all the way up. And like at the same time, like this is kind of a really sad song. And I shouldn't feel oh, this oh, good listening oh, yeah.
0: to it. <laughs> yeah. No, the song is, aside from being like super melty ear butter, it's just like, <laughs> it's these intrusive thoughts about her throwing her body off of a cliff. Like, you know, everybody has, I think everybody does, but like, you, you know, never I get used so to say, close like,
1: to a ledge, you're like, what happened if I just... just
0: or you're driving, and you're like, what, oh. what would happen if I just turned the wheel <laughs> 90 degrees and drove into this river? Let me just I'm never going to do it, but no. what would happen? It's like those thi- mm-hmm. those thoughts.
1: And this was the only it's... song that I told you to read the lyrics. Oh, no, I told you to read lyrics of two songs, and this was one oh, of... Oh, did you? I, I think so.
0: I read the lyrics to most of them. Oh, okay. But yeah, this this song is it's very so, just detailed. It almost It doesn't make light about... Uh, suicide or anything. But I got from it that even with all of these thoughts that she might have, she feels safe with her partner.
1: Mm-hmm. So the way that Bjork described the song was after three years of being in a relationship, you start to question things. And like, am I still myself? Is this relationship really going to make it? Like, what is this? Emo- what are these emotions that I'm feeling? So what does she decide? to? She decides to take a bunch of forks and spoons car parts and throw them off a cliff and just to see how they fall imagine dating someone and like you're feeling really (laughs) secure in the relationship wow this person's so great you know everything's going I just I'm in love but like weird shit's happening all of a sudden like I'm missing spoons and my forks (laughs) and my car won't start anymore I
0: threw a car battery (laughs) and car parts and whatever I could find off of the cliff, and I watch it hit the rocks.
1: They're slamming against And if against I those hit shrugs. the rocks,
0: would my eyes be open or closed?
1: Yeah, that line should not repeat in my head as often as it does. But Ooh, I'm gonna, re- I'm gonna read it. I go through all this before I wake up so I could feel happier to be safe here with you. I go through all this before I wake up or before you wake up so I could feel happier and be safe with you. Like it's like this weird mantra, and it's like I've. F- where is, this? Where is the actual line? All right. So I listen to the sounds they make on their way down. She's talking about, you know, the car parts she's throwing off. And then she follows with her eyes till they crash. And she imagines what her body would sound like slamming up against those rocks. And when it lands, oh, yeah. will, it be, will my eyes be closed or open? I mean, she can paint a picture with her lyrics in this with song. Very
0: few words, too. And you know as uh
1: it gives me English chills, I got her chills. First language I got chills it's, it's
0: very intense yeah um so, and then the the next unless you have something else to say about this song
1: so this album post is an experimentation of there's
0: like four different genres in the four different songs they really you, and they're is, all good
1: and they're all fantastic this album I I wouldn't say is my absolute favorite Bjork album because I have another one that's coming up. But it's up there as one of my favorite albums of all time because it is truly just your ears don't know what to expect next, and you're constantly being moved around different genres, and it just sounds so fun and playful. Even the sad songs, like you just can't help but like yeah. get put in a good mood. And when you, uh, and then, yeah, so oh, when you then switch over to her next album from 1997, Homogenic. Did you have more bass?
0: <laughs> yeah. So these two songs could have been on the same album. This song, Hunter. This is more bass, just like you said. Mm-hmm. And it, it alternates ears. It pans back and forth. So Gorgeous. the first time I heard this was on headphones. And, like, my ears were getting tickled. I was like, ooh, this, this is interesting. This is a, a, a physical effect that music is having on me. She um, does sounds it great in my car like too, no one but... else
1: I can't think of another musician that I listen to where I'm like ooh I'm gonna get a full body massage my ears are gonna be tickled no one else does this i don't yeah, think it's, anybody it's done else
0: very well
1: puts that into their production is how is the physical body gonna feel when listening to this in community college I did a course on sign language and I had to go to a deaf event so I went to a deaf fashion show mm-hmm They didn't play Bjork because I don't think any of the children there knew Bjork because they were quite young, but I can imagine Bjork being very popular with deaf people, or deaf individuals. Yeah, I could see that because the music you feel it. It's Mm -hmm. so bass heavy and so deep in some parts that like I don't feel like my ears are actually hearing it, but something in there is vibrating.
0: (laughs) Yeah. No, absolutely. It's great, and I mean this song. uh, Where is oh yeah. Hunter, yeah, it also has like so it's like this really digital, you know, electronic music, but there's still accordion in there, mm-hmm. and it's it's mixed in a way where it's not up front, which a lot of accordion can be pretty in your face, but it's it's like it just adds texture in the mm-hmm. background, and those which I thought drums? was pretty, yeah, pretty brave to use an accordion as just like you know like a, a little blanket to. to she cover uses the up.
1: accordion a lot. She might be up yeah. there with um, your favorite pal, uh, Why Am I Drawing a Blank on His Name.
0: Right here, right here. Weird Al, right Weird on Al. on my wall. Weird Al Yankovic did pointing she... to a poster over my shoulder.
1: Did um did Weird Al ever do a cover of Bjork?
0: <laughs> no. I don't even think he did like a...
1: It's Oh So Quiet would have been a good a one. A polka.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: But anyways, um, this song, it sounds like... So it's called Hunter. So lyrically, you don't even need to know. The music is telling you the story. She's on the hunt. Yeah, she, she is... is. Those drums, it sounds like you're about to go into battle, but it's like a its a snare drum. I don't know if it's a digital snare drum, like a drum machine, or if it's an actual snare drum. It just sounds like... And that bass going from side would, to side. I would
0: bet on it being a, a practical snare drum.
1: It it sounds so good. I i wish I could play the drums and just... It... It just tickles my ears, and I just feel like I'm ready to go to work right now. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm going to stick some people with needles, and I'm gonna find those little veins. And I'm gonna get them. I'm a kulaknis. I don't know if anybody uh, <laughs> knows that. Probably not. Uh,
0: and yoga or joga?
1: I think it's yoga.
0: Yoga. Yoga. Um, yeah, this one is very orchestral, and it highlights strings like uh, violin and cello. Mm-hmm. Um, Along with sure. it
1: being. The way that she can weave digital sounds into organic instruments and strings. Yeah, because
0: because the digital drums, the drums in this were definitely digital, and they were integrated very well. And nineteen ninety seven. I was going to say you see it more now, but this is twenty five years ago when people were still like, computers can't make music, Beep, robots aren't musicians. Bleep, bleep,
1: bleep, bleep, bleep. <laughs> yeah, and this whole album, I should say, homogenic, is. A tribute to her native Iceland. When you hear this album, you are listening to Iceland. You're listening yeah, I... to the geography. You're listening to the volcanoes erupting in the background, earthquakes, the tentric, Oh, Not tantric. What the hell am I talking about? The plates. The geogra- Tectonic. Tectonic. Tectonic plates are moving the tantric around. Tentric plates. <laughs> that we'll get to in uh, Vespertine. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's. I. I didn't listen to this album when I was in Iceland, but I wish I did because driving around Iceland, this is Yoka. Like I'm looking around and Yoka should be playing at all times. And it's a tribute to her friend.
0: Uh, and then the, the next song, Alarm Call. Um, it's an interesting composition. I don't think that within this playlist it stands out, um, which isn't a bad thing. I think it's I just wanted- more of Bjork.
1: Yeah, I wanted to include a song because a lot of these songs so far are ones that she had like, like they were her signal like sig- eh, singles on uh yeah. that went out, and I wasn't sure how much of Bjork that you knew. You said you were like none,
0: like I've never heard. And any I wasn't of these songs sure, before. so I picked
1: kind of like a random song off of this album that made me feel good, like kind of made me bop around. Yeah, and that's, dance around. That's to. fine. An alarm call is just a song that's so much fun and she's going beep 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 beep, 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 <laughs> beep throughout the whole song and it sounds so good and it speaks to the re- um re- reawakening of their music or reawakening re- i can't even talk what are words reawakening <laughs> of the music and um, yeah I, I think up it's to finally... it for sure i wish this was my alarm clock yeah, because it definitely right? put me in a better mood
0: I think it's funny that you try to add songs I know, and the two songs I actually do know <laughs> aren't on here. Enjoy and come to me.
1: Yeah, no. Um, did I was like, had no idea. So I just put songs on that I'm like, these will sound good on a playlist and give you a good idea of what the album sounds like as a whole.
0: Um, and then we get Bachelorette Family Tree version. I don't know if there's another version. She has a lot of different...
1: Version. I couldn't. I have no idea if there is another one. But she has a lot of different remixes. So are there songs that you kind of like, yeah. but you're like, oh, I wonder what it sound like like this. There's a remix for it. There's like thousands of remixes.
0: This, this is the first song on here that I just don't care for. Really? Yeah, I don't know. It just seemed like uh, a just, caricature of Bjork. This is what I thought the entire playlist would be like. Well, be I'm happy that it's coming not. into this episode, <laughs> I was like, OK, this will be a tough sell. We'll see what happens. Um, but I, yeah, I don't know, and it's I tough to interpret song, what she actually means.
1: It doesn't really matter. She's she's referring back to Isabel from a earlier song off of Dubet. Okay. Uh, Dubet. Oh my god, Dubet. No, <laughs> du- what is debut? Dubet. <laughs> du- <laughs> <laughs> du- I did a Rickyism. <laughs>
0: <laughs> These fucking rakins are taking <laughs> my pepperoni cocks.
1: This is one of the things that makes me the most nervous about future podcasting is I don't know words. I don't oh, talk it's fine. a lot.
0: Yeah. What are don't words? Know words.
1: Who knows Who how to pronounce things, but yeah. So it refers to an earlier song and this is Isabel going to the city. And the reason why I included this, cause I just thought the, str- like the string instruments and her voice throughout the song was like being at an opera It's very operatic. Oh, yeah. It is. It is. And, like, I feel like I'm going to put on my little, like, opera glasses, and I'm going to look from way in the back, because that's the only seat I can afford, and just (laughs) watch this woman just belt her heart out. The words don't matter. The story doesn't matter. It's just a beautiful song. And the way that she can weave her voice in between the string instruments and the computer digital beeps... I can't believe this album is from 1997. Like music in 1997 did not sound like this.
0: Right? No, I agree with you.
1: It, it was just a gorgeous song, and the, the song sounds very epic because it's supposed to mimic the sound of her being on the train. So it's just this fast moving train and this fast moving strings. Just I,
0: is that? Going I thought that was the you. next song.
1: Uh the next song does include train yes but it's not Oh, okay there's yeah. a lot of trains in it <laughs> <laughs> apparently i oh yeah, yeah. Mm. i didn't think about that i guess i like the sound I, yeah. of a train just running me over
0: <laughs> i've seen it all um i forgot what album it's from it's like a soundtrack from it's a, a soundtrack movie yeah guitar. from
1: a lars van trier movie that apparently was really really bad i haven't seen it but i wanted to include the song for many reasons
0: yeah so <laughs> i i found that out after but yeah, the, the train is incorporated into the beat. We mm-hmm. talked about this before, like the phones and stuff, but this is done really well, oh, and yeah. I really like it. Um, I, I wrote down sounds like a score, and then I looked it up, and I wrote, and it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but York does Whoever this guy is, his voice pairs well with hers.
1: So you don't know um, who this is?
0: No, it didn't say in Spotify, and I didn't really oh, look it up. Oh,
1: boy. Who is boy. it? Do I have, is it Michael
0: Buble? Do I have Josh Groban.
1: No. I'm going to call this a York attack. This is Tom York. Oh, is it really? Hit. Yes, it is. It's a York um, attack. Pew, pew, it's Tom, pew, pew, <laughs> pew, Tom Bjork, you snuck him in under the radar, I you got son him. of a gun. I got him. I will have no. my revenge. I will have you it. You had
0: me admit that he sounds good. Yes. Um, but he does. I mean, yeah, they they, they pair up so well.
1: And according to um. Bjork, he is her favorite male singer. And <laughs> I got this off of Wikipedia, and I almost wonder if like a Tom York fan put this in he is my favorite <laughs> singer in the world <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, yeah but apparently in this movie she's blind mm-hmm. and the song's called I've seen it all um, and you know she's just not impressed by seeing anything or she doesn't care she just doesn't care about anything she
1: doesn't care and she just sings full of love and happiness and she doesn't care well, that she hasn't seen Niagara I mean... she doesn't care it's Niagara yeah. whatever
0: and they're like, what about your grandson's hands? Oh, and she's like, that's
1: kind of I really don't care.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I do not want to see my grandson's hands. I don't care. <laughs> I've seen it all.
1: You sound Talk just Tom like York. her. You don't, don't sound like what Tom you... York, though. He is the greatest male singer in the world, so that is really hard. Hi, to... I'm
0: Tom York. <laughs> Will you sing a song with me, Bajork?
1: This might be a running theme from now on. I might have to sneak in a York attack.
0: (laughs) York, you've been Yorked. I hate getting Yorked. I got Yorked in my York.
1: And you liked Uh, it. You liked this York, by the way. I will never let that down.
0: I got Yorked and I liked it. (laughs) I've seen it.
1: It also sounds Um, very old Hollywood. Like as if I'm back in like the 1950s and there's it's like almost, a big dance going on. A yeah, big dance. It's number.
0: almost croony, but mm-hmm. not really. Like I wouldn't go as far as to say it's like the rat pack. No. Um, but yeah, I can totally see that. So
1: whimsical. And you still have that train uh, going. <laughs> but yeah, that was,
0: that was so good. The way they did that. Um, Vespertine from oh. 2001 is an album. The last four Oofie. songs he gave me.
1: Um, hold on. I might need yeah. a fan. Cause it's, it's going to get hot. Cause. Oh yeah.
0: Vespertine. Yeah. Her lyrics are so bare mm-hmm. and raw and intimate. Um, and it's it's weird because like all of these songs are so easily relatable, yet almost impossible to decipher. It's like when I hear it, I'm like, yes, this makes sense to my soul, but I don't know what the fuck she's saying. <laughs> like, it's so weird.
1: It is. This might be one of the greatest albums of all time. I'm going to say it. It wow,
0: is, you heard it here first, everybody. Yeah, everybody, if you thought my you opinion. had a favorite album. You're wrong. Take it off your shelf, throw it in the fucking trash. Vesper tying it is.
1: It is one of the most intimate sounding albums. And the yes. way that she recorded it was brilliant for the time. So this is 2001. And this sounds like it was made today. It sounds like it was like this huge high production. She did this on her computer and she wanted it to sound good downloaded from napster that what a was, hero right what a
0: what a hero
1: <laughs> well metallica suing napster and going after him. and björk is like i want everyone to listen to my music and i want it to sound very good and, <laughs> and then 14
0: year old Jeff is trying to download no effects is the decline overnight. So it doesn't interrupt his mom's phone calls during the day. It took like 13 hours <laughs> to get an 18 minute song. <laughs> and meanwhile, Bjork is like, please download my music for free. Little Jeffrey. <laughs> little
1: it's a boy. It's brilliant. It's honestly one of the most clean sounding things I've heard in a long ass time playing this on good speakers or even shitty speakers. I'm like, wow. This sounds great. She even had a special music box or multiple <laughs> special music boxes made. That's cool. The tingy noise that you hear is a music box that's made in, like, this acrylic material instead of wood because she wanted it to sound frozen in time. Hmm. Like that's something pretty like, cool. Like, I'm trying to look at my notes here. They're all over the place. But, like, that really stuck out. Like stood out to me was the fact that, like, she went into such crazy effort And instead of just creating, like, these digital beats, she made a fucking music box.
0: (laughs) That's dope. And she plays it live. She
1: cranks it, and it just goes...
0: And it's the same one that was on the album? Yes. Oh, that's so cool.
1: And her whispery vocals in Hidden Place. I'm just like, I want to go to this place. I don't know what we're going to do there, Bjork. But the way you're singing is making me think it's going to be something very explicit. I don't know if I'm ready for that yet. But... (laughs) I need to be here for it. Maybe I'll watch. Maybe I'll be a but creep this is, and watch. This
0: is, the, <laughs> this is the culmination of that, like, classical instrumentation meets electronic. Um, and then she has, like, these, like, choral layers to it. I don't know if that's even a word. Um, just this, this vocal layering of it. And it's just, like, so loud and upfront.
1: And it's very upfront. Like, I remember yeah. when, uh, back in the podcasting days, you know, I met up with you and some fellas and you guys didn't seem to like the way that the sound was mixed because it sounded like the voice, like York voice, was in the middle. This is out in the front and yes, it is it drawing is. you deep into those beats that your feet, like even in this song, the bass, it's very much like Hunter. Oh, it is.
0: And like, it is. I could
1: feel it in my fingertips. Like, I want to start touching everything in my work van, which everybody else touches. <laughs> it is very dirty, but I don't care.
0: Like when you get static electricity and you're trying to like shock oh, your brother ah, or something, ah, you're like, ah, 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 I'm gonna base you. Um, it's but I don't know where heirloom falls on the album um, compared to hidden place. It's so somewhere This is in the a back. lot. It's a lot more subdued and dissonant mm-hmm. than the bombast of hidden place. Um,
1: so with this with this album, there's a lot of songs on here that I'm like, I don't know if I could talk to Jeff about these songs. I don't know where we are in our <laughs> friendship, but. <laughs> It, it's almost X-rated. Like, there's a song on here called Cocoon that I'm like, oh, this is a great song. And I'm reading the lyrics. I'm like, oh, no, I'm blushing just reading them. So, I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm going to put on a family-friendly maybe, song. Maybe I, I
0: don't <laughs> want to tell the general public my feelings on this, but I don't think Heirloom's like that. This is no. more familial love. Yes. But also still very intimate. Yes. Um, it's, it's talking about the love of her mother and her son. Um, kind of, like, caring for her when she's sick, almost. Mm-hmm. I guess you can...
1: And this okay. is kind of like hyper ballad where it's like the lyrics are kind of like, ooh, that sounds very painful. Like pouring hot oil down her throat. And it's like these glowing right. lights that she could hold on to when she's not feeling so happy. And she imagines these, the dreams that she has of like her mother and son dancing over her like they're on a trapeze walk. And it's just such beautiful imagery. And I like to play because i'm trying to talk you into it so i'm like well jeff's a dad now maybe oh, jeff yeah, can connect to these lyrics <laughs> and like i feel like yeah. i connect to this album so much too like i'm i'm wed. i've been you know with my husband now for like a million years like eight years or whatever but we just got married and like i listened to this album I'm like oh my husband being
0: married's great like once you get married it's like so much cooler it really um, is
1: and i feel like this album I believe Bjork, during the time when she wrote this album, she was with one of her great loves of her life, uh, someone that she was married to and got divorced a couple of years ago, I think. But it, I just, you can feel it just oozes love. And it's love for your partner, love for your family, and it's. Just the song, it just makes me feel good. Oh, well, let, and just, let me
0: tell oh. you, and and I, I said this we I recorded with Dante yesterday. I don't think you had a chance to listen to it yet. But there was one part, um I I don't wanna spoil anything if you haven't seen Sandman, but there's oh, one part oh, okay, so if you're listening to Bjork and you haven't seen Sandman, there's a scene where something bad happens um that involves a child and even Dante's like I bet that affected you. And I'm like, yeah, I cannot oh, yeah. like deal with anything like that. And just like, like you said, the the love that you have for a child, like, you know, bef- I love my parents, you know, mm-hmm. as a kid, I'm like, I love them. They love me. But like, once you have a kid, I would literally murder somebody with my bare hands. If it meant protecting her. Mm-hmm. Cause just that kind of love is just unparalleled and uh, indescribable that you can have for someone. And I didn't think that so anything like that was really
1: possible. funny that you mentioned that because in the nineties, uh Bjork went on a long ass flight and there was someone uh like a a journalist trying to interview her when she got off this long ass flight and Bjork clearly looks like she's out of her mind and she's with her son and Bjork just went crazy and attacked this poor woman I don't know if you ever heard this story there's a video of her attacking this poor journalist right after she got off a flight so it's kind of funny you mention that because Bjork just went into like mama bear attack mode on this woman fascinating
0: Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> I, I feel it all the time. Like If anybody even looks at her wrong, I'm just going to fucking dry gulch them.
1: Yeah!
0: yeah! my elbow right in their neck.
1: You're going to pour hot Woo. oil down their throat. And it makes yeah. you feel good inside. Cause that's before- You wait right
0: there while I heat up some oil <laughs> <laughs> to pour down your throat against your will. Uh, Unison. Yes. Um,
1: I feel like I put yeah. this one on here because I felt sentimental because I just got married. Was a little bit for me. Yeah, no, I
0: could feel that. And yeah. you know, it's about relationships, they're give and take.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, you know, you and it, they could change you. You you want to still maintain who you are while being with somebody else and making sure that you also don't change them.
1: Exactly. So, you're yeah, growing that's, branches that's, like you're stuck in your yeah. place, but you're growing these branches and connecting with your loved one. And she does it so well. And the image of her having a pipe and like a beard cuz she talks about herself being a <laughs> hermit and i just imagine bjork with like funny. this pipe and a beard cuz she describes it all on the song and it's just like oh my god it's like my eyes my my body is just getting everything is being attacked by bjork in this album i all my senses even taste cuz she talks about putting things in her mouth in this album and i'm like oh, but also like oh
0: <laughs> i like i like to taste as well <laughs> what things are you putting there no it's very
1: childish which I find when I listen to Bjork I think it's of playful. a little yeah I think it's, of a little kid it's very strange. but also she's very comfortable in like her sexuality I'm like uh kid uh 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 it's weird it's weird I don't know how to feel I just picture her as like an alien just from another planet trying to show us how to love
0: <laughs> <laughs> They came from above and taught us how to love um, yeah, so I don't know. Musically, I'm kind of bored with this one. I think if I was listening to I, the playlist or this album, I might skip it.
1: This is actually the album like, ender. This is the last okay, song so, on the album. I put this so, on here because I felt very sentimental, and I thought you would too. As being in a relationship, yeah. being a parent, I just thought it was. A yeah, really no, I,
0: I get it for sure. PG just, song
1: to talk about. Just
0: <laughs> musically, it's like uh, the, the build up in the third, the last third of it, because it's like a six minute song. Uh, which I don't hate at all. I mm-hmm. like songs like that if they need to be. Um, the buildup was nice. I don't think it's enough for me to want to really revisit it. It's And it's like when I say skip, I don't mean like I hate it. I don't think there's one song on here that I hate. Mm-hmm. Um, the Bachelorette one is skippable. This one, it's long, so I might skip it. And I, unless I'm in the mood for it, but I don't know. I kind of
1: um, wanted to give you a vibe of the whole album that's what I did with my playlist was if I'm going to talk Bjork's album should all be listened to all the way through when you got time whatever but I wanted to give you a little half an album sum it up and I felt like the song did very well with summing up how the album closes
0: sure and you did mention in a text that um if you don't fall asleep to Bjork or did you even listen to Bjork yeah (laughs) right so um Pagan poetry is definitely sleepy time oh. music.
1: This really, is like, this is one I of think I think so. the best songs that she has. How can you fall asleep to this one? I don't. I
0: don't. I don't. I kind of the felt like bass? the fleet foxes of Icelandic pop. Well, the Ooh. bass is smooth. Like I could totally fall asleep to that. Maybe I love falling asleep to bassy music. But maybe like, because I'll, I'll the... listen to like um, sleepy <sighs> trap music.
1: Maybe because it's like an. It's like an Asian tea house, like tea uh, house touch to it. It kind of sounds sure. Asian-y. There's a harp going through there. And the the music box is very heavy in the song. Do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. Like yeah, that I going throughout. That. And it's, I, yeah, I guess so. I guess it can make you sleepy because I do remember like having a music box when I was a kid and I used to play it before bed.
0: But I mean, I- it is a very intense love song. Like just yeah. thematically, it falls in line with Bjork about deep desire and lust and love but also toxicity between lovers mm-hmm. um, so yeah it's it's very deep lyrically um musically it, it's a it's a sleepy time song that's not a bad thing
1: I don't know I, don't, I feel like I don't, this I don't, is a I don't very say sleepy time I feel like it's um, a very derogatory. passionate song like absolutely like I don't oof, like I just get drawn into this so fast and the, like the vo- her voice sounds at some point like she's in pain. Like, it hurts her so bad to be this in love. And it's funny, because in the music video, which is, like, an X-rated video, it's, (laughs) like, there's nudity in it. There's, like, simulated sex scenes in it. And there's piercings. Like, live, Uh, like, needles going through skin. uh, And maybe that's why, like, when I hear this song, I'm like, oh, like, this song is meant to, like, be an assault on, like, your feelings. for sure. And... It's pagan poetry, man. It's pagan poetry.
0: <laughs> well, there is one other video we didn't talk about you put on the playlist. It was like Bjork talking about um, a TV set. She takes apart a TV set. And it's it's totally Bjork being Bjork. Like it's Bjork said. being
1: Bjork. Whenever This is I exactly someone, what I thought
0: she was. She's yeah. just so out there, but not like, like she's with it. It's not like she's a weirdo. I mean, I mean, she's a weirdo. She's a weirdo. It's not like she's an idiot.
1: No, I think she's extremely smart. But she uses Absolutely. She uses like her little kid mind to explain things. She opens up this TV and she's like, It looks like a little town with a yeah. little village.
0: These the circuit boards are like a town. <laughs> and maybe this is an elevator all the way up. And she's oh, like tracing the cable.
1: Are. And then she goes to the screen and there's tiny little screens.
0: She's almost like Mr. Rogers. Mm-hmm. Like in that but i thought it was funny too because she was talking about like um i just learned that today from a dutch book the (laughs) scientist told me that and then there's another part where she's talking about like how a poet told her something but then at the end there was a little twist she was like don't trust post trust trust the scientist and like somebody that's artistic like that you wouldn't expect them to say that you would think like (laughs) you know think more abstractly Mm -hmm. but she's like somebody as abstract as her is like well that
1: poet scared her science the poet scared her. The, she, the poet was telling her that it was imprinting like weird images in her mind. And she couldn't watch TV for a while. So then she had to make herself feel better. So she bought the scientific book about TVs. And the Dutch guy yeah. made her feel better.
0: And this is the 90s. And she's talking about pixels. I didn't know what a pixel was in the 90s. No. Who knows what pixels are in the 90s?
1: And I feel like whenever I tell someone, oh, you got to check out Bjork. I'm like, but wait, let me show you this video. <laughs> it's a good introduction to... The way her mind thinks, like this is like a psychological study on someone. The way she takes apart this TV and is so intricate and showing all the little parts. <laughs> I could it's I could watch that for hours. I could watch it on loop. Just her talking about this TV and how it's It was her. a three
0: minute video and it felt like I watched an hour long documentary.
1: <laughs> yes. Exactly. Oh.
0: but um yeah, so just some some final thoughts before you ask if I was talking to Bjork Um, I didn't know what to expect when I started this, but you seemed amped. So I was like, yeah, sure. We'll do whatever topic you want. (laughs) Um, it definitely did not meet my expectations. Uh, Not, hold on. That was maybe the wrong way to say it. It was not what I expected. It was very different, um, than what I thought I was going to be listening to. Um, mostly for the better. Um, I think that's all I can really say right now.
1: So, If I had to do a final push, which I'm really bad at these. I'm Just listen to it. No. My final push would be pop music today would not be what it is if there wasn't a Bjork. I feel Mm. like Bjork was so ahead of her time and she inspired so many of the artists of today. Well,
0: I can agree with you. And even if she didn't necessarily inspire the artists, she definitely inspired producers. Oh, yeah. Which you know make up what pop music is and
1: it's not like she didn't have like friends working with her on this right a lot of her music is like 80 percent her and then people of like mind working with her and inspiring her and helping her through the process and i don't know i i love a good downer mu- i love good downer music i can listen <laughs> to some sad shit and be happy as can be i love it I also listen to, like, really heavy, like, from grindcore to punk, metal, hardcore. I need to have something in music that keeps my attention. And pop music doesn't really do it for me. One song, and you heard them all. But something about Bjork's music keeps me guessing. It keeps me listening. And I don't think you can get that from anywhere else. This is so, like... If there is a subgenre just called Bjork, it's just Bjork, being Bjork. <laughs> and I don't think she gets enough credit for how amazing she was in this time frame. And after going through all this, I'm definitely going to listen to her newer stuff cuz I kind of stopped at Vespertine. I've just been so content with this era of Bjork. I I think I'm ready to move on. I think I think I've been able to overcome Vespertine and see what else she's got. so did i talk you into bjork yes yes yes
0: so unfortunately i'm the first one on this podcast to fuck up audio and i deleted my yes and the last few minutes of this podcast so basically i said that i'm a yes because i'm intrigued enough by what i heard to listen to the remainder of of Bjork from this time period, and I'm also interested to see what she's become in the last 20 years. Has she gone weirder? Has she stayed the same? (laughs) Um, Has she gone back um, to earlier Bjork? But because Jess was so excited, I'm going to play some of her reaction without my audio, because I goofed. And uh, if you don't like that, (laughs) I guess go Jeff yourself, sorry, bye.
1: I'm very curious myself. Yeah, I'm very curious myself. And I don't know how much more big band stuff that she does, but live like you could watch like um her unplugged on MTV doing uh posts, stuff like that. You could go back and see that stuff. I'm so happy. <laughs> yes. Yes, yes, yes. Go shuck yourself! Go shuck yourself. That's right, I did it! <laughs> Go shuck yourself. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> right. Go check
0: <just> yourself. <laughs> yeah. What was that? I don't think they heard you. Let's say that shit one more time.
1: <laughs> oh yeah.